नमस्कार अखिलेश भार्गव वेलकम टू टिथ ऑन बिजनेस एंड फाइनेंस विद मी इन द प्रेस कॉन्फ्रेंस ऑफ द रिसेंट रिजर्व बैंक मॉनिटरी पॉलिसी कमिटी मीट इट्स लर्न डेप्यूटी गवर्नर मिस्टर माइकल पात्रा who's known to helm the monetary policy was asked about the fears of a hard landing of the indian economy because of these interest rate cuts which are taking place he responded to say that the fears of a hard landing is for advanced economies like the usa the issue for india he said is not about landing but it is about take off it seemed like an obvious statement to make but in their zeal to tackle the immediate crisis on hand which presently happens to be the rising inflation the policy makers often miss the very obvious as they say they miss the wood for the trees the obvious reality is that the economic difficulties and goals for the two nations of which one is a developed nation like the united states of america and the other a developing nation like india their economic realities their difficulties and goals are entirely different the usa needs to land its economy smoothly without crash landing it into a deep and prolonged recession while india needs its economy to take off into an orbit of rapid and consistent growth the needs are different for these two nations and so are the objectives and so are the challenges that they face let us discuss this interesting issue of landing versus take off of two entirely different economies which are actually the challenges that they face today the issue or concern about hard or soft landing particularly arises in a heated economy such as where the inflation is surging and therefore the prices and the economy need to be cooled down it necessarily means that the expansionary monetary and fiscal policy in that economy needs to be toned down in order to restrain the money supply and to curb the prices in the economy the approach is to make money scarce and expensive in that nation in order to bring down prices without badly hurting growth always remember increasing interest rates means inflation may get curbed but even growth gets curbed while for this one deflates the expansionary monetary policy one still needs to be mindful of not pulling down the growth drastically the landing of the economy in a country like the usa whether it be a hard landing or a soft landing happens when the us federal bank tightens its monetary cycle by increasing interest rates over several consecutive moves as we are seeing today the monetary lever that shifted by the monetary authority to pull down prices though at the cost of pulling down the growth rates too and the extent of decimation of the growth rate because of such interest rate hikes determines whether the landing was hard or whether the landing was soft a hard landing occurs when the growth shifts rapidly downwards as against shifting it gradually from growth to slow growth to flat growth because of successive interest rate hikes the impact of a sharp and sudden erosion of growth on the economy can be so severe that the economy because of these sudden moves can slip into a recession usually caused by a sharp and sudden interest rate increase in order to tame inflation a hard landing of the economy is like crash landing of a plane and it can cause extreme hurt and pain to the economy which was otherwise booming 
before the rapid and swift monetary policy tightening was initiated by the central bank. A hard landing of the economy can precipitate a stock market, a currency market crash. It can cause extreme volatility in the stock and currency markets. It can cause widespread financial crisis. The investor confidence collapses and it can also usher in a recession, which is the worst fears that come true. We saw that in 2007 in the hard landing in the USA to cool its then superheated real estate market by quick tightening of the Fed monetary policy leading to a crash in the property prices in America in 2007 and it led to the onset of a deep slump in the real estate sector in America for many years. Hard landing hits corporate earnings, it hits capex spending, it brings a hold on fresh hiring by companies. It erodes production, it causes a dip in real estate prices, it causes a slowdown in consumer spending and also triggers widespread loan defaults and that is a lot of damage and pain to the economy. It truly damages the overall economy of that nation. What is needed instead therefore is to tackle the price rise through monetary policy tightening in such a way that there is soft landing and not hard landing. A soft landing in the business cycle is the process of shifting an economy from growth to slow growth to potentially flat growth which avoids recession. It is like landing a hot air balloon or a spacecraft by gradually pulling down its buoyancy. It needs an expert hand to do so. To achieve soft landing, the government and the central bank must gradually reduce the expansionary fiscal and monetary policy in order to curb price inflation without sacrificing jobs or inflicting unnecessary pain on people and on corporates. It must raise interest rates gradually and consistently without sacrificing growth in a major way. The purpose is to slow down and not crash land. The most memorable soft landing of the US economy in recent times was that by Alan Greenspan in 1994-95 when he gradually increased interest rates in America from 3.1% to 6% in order to curb inflation without letting the US economy go into a recession. He managed to do it pretty successfully. The US economy then instead bounced back strongly thereafter and it had a five-year bull run after that till the dot-com crisis brought it down. He fine-tuned interest rates and money supply carefully without resorting to big cuts which would shock the American economy and probably put it into a recession. The soft landing that he engineered tamed inflation in USA without hurting expansion at that time. This imperative need for a soft landing of the US economy is a matter of anxiety today because growth in America has been funded by and it has been largely dependent on monetary expansion by the Fed and by the American government and it has been so because of the huge financial aid and grants which were pumped into support its COVID-afflicted economy since 2020. The fact is that the more dependent an economy becomes on fiscal stimulus or easy money, the more difficult it becomes to wean off an expansionary policy and thus the more vulnerable such an economy becomes to hard landing even because of minor withdrawal of an expansionist monetary policy. So typically, the longer a monetary policy induced boom runs in the economy or the larger 
and easy money fuel market bubble becomes, the more difficult it is for authorities to withdraw monetary policy support to engineer a soft landing, as we see in the case of US today. They will need to calibrate it very softly and slowly, or else the economy which is already heading into a recession will get into a deep recession there. That's a case of hard or soft landing in the US. As far as India is concerned, the situation in India differs from that of the USA in a big way. It is not that our economy is heated due to growth at a furious pace, which now needs to be restrained and recalibrated. In fact, growth has been decelerating in India year after year since 2016, and it has caught pace only now, fueled by the COVID backlog, and we don't even know how long this pace of growth will continue. Moreover, the Indian economy has not been dependent on an expansionist monetary policy or on a big fiscal stimulus or on direct financial grants as such, except for the likes of Manrega and the food aid to 80 crore Indians. And therefore, there is no dangerous money supply in circulation which needs to be withdrawn to cool the economy. What was financially pumped into the Indian economy even during the COVID time was just about rupees 2.5 lakh crores which is not much as compared to the size of the Indian economy and it cannot cause any dangerous bubble in it. We also do not have any overheated real estate markets which need to be cooled, though we do have a stubborn elevated inflation, the last part of it happens to be imported inflation. The Reserve Bank is therefore tightening its monetary policy and it is increasing the interest rates in a gradual manner, ruling out the possibility of a hard landing of the economy which could lead to a recession. Though the interest rate increases will ultimately lead to erosion of India's growth rate. The challenge before us is that of therefore a takeoff of the economy and not that of a hard landing. The fact that we have an investment backlog, the fact that we have a development deficit, the fact that we have enormous gaps in infrastructure the fact that we have the benefit of demographic dividend, a huge domestic market consisting of young population with huge consumption aspirations, and the fact that we have relatively strong macro fundamentals does give us a sound platform for a takeoff, provided that we get our act together. A takeoff of the economy would mean firing it on all the four engines of growth, which is a rapid and sustained growth in private consumption, in private capital expenditure, in government spending, and in exports. These are the four engines which need to fire on all cylinders in order to say that the economy has taken off. That would need policy support to encourage private sector investments and to build up jobs and livelihood to spur household consumption, to spur growth. It would also mean the setup of a world-class infrastructure to make India a dependable base for low-cost production of top-quality goods, which can then emerge as a viable alternate to China in world markets. Our economy is still unable to compete with China until we do not become the factory of the world, which gives gainful employment to our teeming millions. We will not be able to take off and realize our latent growth potential. It would also require that all sections of our society benefit from the gains of rapid economic growth due to the takeoff. And that means that while we grow, we cannot overlook the challenges of the rising poverty and the rising inequality in India, 
which deny the gains and benefits of the emerging prosperity to a very large part of our population whenever we do take off. So, we need to get our act together in terms of firing all the engines of growth. But while doing that, we need to take everybody along. And that would be a true takeoff of the Indian economy. This is Akhilesh Bhargav signing off. Till we meet again. Namaskar. Now be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app. Go on your Android or iOS. Search for HW News Network. Download our app. Choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news.